don't feel no ways tired. I come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. And I want to say one more thing. In the spirit of the Irish people, you can kiss my royal Irish ass. And I live in Rockaway, and this is my face, bitch. Praise the Lord, Jesus, in the name of the Lord. podcast in like forevs. Chad is actually on assignment tonight and I am here with SKD. What up Scott? Hey what's going on Andy? Great to be back. Oh man it's crazy. We haven't had time to podcast or nothing but man it's it's good. So like I haven't been around but you know like I quit my job of like 18 years and now I got a new job, and it's awesome. So I know uh, you got some exciting news, too. You got that new setup. I'm excited. It Yes, we kind of, we did a little upgrade in the, it's been a while. I've been using the same setup for, since I started screen printing. So it's been, what, five, six, seven years now. So, yeah, we did a, we did a little upgrade. We got a new office. We've moved probably, I think, since last time. So new office, new wall up, and, uh, yeah, we got a pretty sweet little setup, and, yeah, it's it's good. I just got to get some jobs, so. So for those that don't know, Scott makes the T-shirts, right? Right, Ho- right. Hooked us up with those OMP shirts. Pretty cool. But now, so, like, now you got this whole new setup, and when you told me that you were getting, like, new equipment and stuff i'm like oh that's cool you're like oh i'll be able to do more shirts getting some new equipment 
But when I came over there to check that out, oh my god! You got like, you can do like, what, like five or six shirts at once. You got all kinds of different, um, I don't know what you call, what do you call those? Like, heating yeah, so, devices, you got a, so you, got what, a what, you got a line going? So what, <laughs> what you're seeing there, okay, my old setup was, they call it like a 4-1. So it'd be four different screens, one station. So, and that's that's all I had. So I had that in my little flash unit for kind of curing your inks and all that stuff. So this new setup, it's a four station. So like you said, I pretty much can work on four different shirts or you preload four shirts. So you're kind of working four shirts at once. And it like so, rotates. Like you're, you can yeah. just stand in one spot and keep rotating it like a wheel. <laughs> yep. So your stations rotate, and then instead of it being a four station, this one's a six station. So you can do up to six different colors on it. So, but yeah. So being able to kind of rotate is big because not only you know I'm working on more shirts with uh, sometimes when you're putting you know let's say white ink on a black shirt, sometimes you got to hit it put two passes of ink down to get it to pop off the black. So I can print on one, rotate to the next one, and then it'll be getting it. When it eventually rotates around, it have gone through the flash, so it kind of tacks up a little bit. And then you can hit it another, put a second coat on there, and it'll it'll help pop that white off the black. So, But, yeah, that, that all helps speed things up. Uh, and gotta, how much how much faster though? Like just that one like flash processing, right? You said like went from like a few minutes to like thirty seconds or something. Oh, okay. So what you're talking about there is my exposure unit. So I I could pretty much take all the old equipment that I had and I could throw it all out. The only thing I'm really using from my old setup is uh, my screens and my squeegees. Otherwise, I pretty much upgraded everything. So. Um, the old way I was exposing screens is like your halogen light and it would shine down from above onto my screen when you're trying to expose it. And yeah, I, I was at like six and a half minutes for an exposure time. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, That's we, crazy. We, so, but yeah, so now we got this other one and it's like a light table and it's got like a cover that, you know, you turn it on it turns the lights on you hit another switch and it like vacuum sucks everything down so you're film positive get a nice solid contact with your screen and yeah and it's got led lights or they're uv black lights so it exposes a lot faster and i got a different emulsion too that's kind of helping too so but yeah long story short i went from about a six and a half minute exposure time down to 30 seconds so nice it's pretty sweet. That's huge, man. Mm-hmm. You're going to be so, turning over shirts like crazy. Well, see, now, we haven't even talked about the best part yet. <laughs> so the the thing for me that's really huge is before I was having to, that flasher we were talking about, that's what I was using to not only flash the shirts, but I was also using it to cure the shirts. So I was literally doing everything on one station. So you're doing one shirt at a time. So I got a little 
it's a little conveyor dryer, almost like a pizza oven. So when you're done with the shirt, <laughs> it's an actual pizza oven. <laughs> it was from a bar. You got a deal on it. <laughs> it's, it's not bad. It worked. The price was right. So yeah, you're done with the shirt. You pull it off the pallet, and then I drop it on this little conveyor belt, and it it goes underneath a. It's pretty much just another flash unit, but it's a separate unit. So it pulls the shirt through and it cures it. And when it's done, it you know, it just falls off the back, and I usually just put a box so all the shirts, you know, they just dump into there. And when you're done with your run of shirts, you just fold them all up, and you're good to go. So, oh man, you're like the uh, you're like the Quiznos of t-shirts, toasty. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta get I gotta get uh, you know some more shirts and uh, just figuring out the flow. I think that's kind of the big thing. You know, I I'm thinking it's one color like white t-shirts doing like dark ink you know you could really go pretty fast on those but they say you're supposed to be able to do like 120 shirts an hour with this setup so oh man i'm i'm nowhere near that pace but it's uh definitely better than where we were so but yeah so So but uh put those orders in people i don't know (laughs) so but yeah i'm excited there's I, I got to get a little bit more, um, I need one more piece of software, and uh, but eventually what I want to get to is uh, pretty much being able to do a full-blown image on a t-shirt. You know, oh, that, nice. that's where I want to get to. So um, I, I got the equipment that can do it, now I just kind of need uh, to get a little bit more, or upgrade my software a little bit, and then I think we're going to be good to go. So that's it's a game changer. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so then you recently made some shirts for somebody in the uh, the world of snowcross. Yeah, so it, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's he's a buddy of mine, and when uh, we grew up in the the same small town in Minnesota, so and when I was kind of riding dirt bikes, he was just kind of learning. So I was on a big bike and he was on just a little 65. And I still remember him like just revving the piss out of this bike. He'd never shifted it out of first gear. So it was pretty fun. So the dude's come a long way, but yeah, so that's how I got to know him. And, you know, we just known each other from the town and riding bikes and, but yeah, so now he's, in the winter, he races snowcross, so um, they go they go all over the place. So the final round was uh, was that two weeks ago already? A couple weeks ago at Lake Geneva. So yeah, he he hit me up uh, probably the end of February or middle of February, and it was I felt so bad because he really wanted the shirts. I I drew up a design, and he's like, "Dude, I loved it. Turned out better than I thought." can we order them tomorrow? And I'm like, oh, shit. So, <laughs> But that was kind of the, the time that I was, I had taken my old setup down and I was waiting for the new setup to get here and to get all set up. So it was probably about a two or three week kind of hiatus where I was like, all right, I can't work on any more shirts. Like I need to focus on getting my office somewhat ready. So when the stuff gets here, we can just start going to town. So it, uh, it worked out where I was able to ship a handful of them out so you could have them. And then, yeah, we, we dropped off the rest of them. So yeah, so it was crazy. Cause so like, <laughs> 
I swear every year you hit me up and you're like, hey, you want to go to Snowcross in Lake Geneva? And I'm like, ah, I, got always, I always have, it doesn't fail, I always have something going on. But you hit me up and you're like, you want to go? And I was like, dude, that Friday's going to work out. We'll go check it out. And it was it was cold out that day, Scott. <laughs> Is it always that cold? Like every time I've been to a snow cross with you, it's been freezing. And I feel right. like I feel like I dressed warm and I still wasn't dressed warm enough as everybody else. I think it's because it's not as cold as it normally is. For those guys, you know, they're all over, so they, they're hitting some cold stuff, you know, and it's been kind of nice around here, and then it kind of gets nice, and then it gets kind of probably slightly above average, you know, and then we think it's cold. But So you'd think that was warm for them probably. That probably... Uh... That's probably why they were racing around the track in tank tops <laughs> yeah. that night. <laughs> yeah, those guys probably were liking that one. Because usually that one, I think last year, you know, uh, it's at the snow hill. So, I mean, they got they have snow. I thought last year it was, like, super hot. So, I could be wrong. Okay, okay. So we <laughs> so we go. So we're going to go. We're going to go to Lake Geneva, to uh, Grand Geneva, right, to the to, towards the ski hill. And we're going to go to snow cross races. And, okay, I didn't realize we were going to have to park, like, five miles away. (laughs) (laughs) But not just that, you had the order of T-shirts. I know. I Yeah, I had probably, I mean, he had ordered, like, 150-some T-shirts. So I would say we probably had at least a good 75, 90 T-shirts in that box. So it was a big box. And, yeah, the parking there is pretty horrible i was telling my my folks about it and it's a big place right the whole kind of resort thing we were parked like on a landing strip (laughs) yeah we're at the airport and which is that's where i figured we were i knew we were gonna park there but yeah so So picture picture this picture scott and i full beards uh hiking across a a (laughs) golf course with a huge box of like probably 300 t-shirts (laughs) and it's freezing cold and you couldn't even hang out of the box no because it it was was, so awkward yeah it was awkward i you know probably would have been a good idea to maybe tape the box shut but i didn't (laughs) so it's it's not staying together and it's stuffed full so it's like wanting to kind of like open up on its own so so yeah thankfully thankfully a security guy drove by and picked us up because i don't think we were making it no that would have been brutal like if we if that guy didn't stop we were done we would have just had to turn around and leave the shirts there on the golf course is it were you thinking like when, okay so yeah we're we're walking the guy stops he's like hey can, you know you guys need a hand and like in the offer to give us the ride i'm like sweet so like i'm thinking we're gonna hop in the dude's gonna do like a three-point star <laughs> and turn this hoopty around and we're gonna head back to the uh, no we were like halfway <laughs> <laughs> yeah instead we almost well we didn't go back to where we parked but we went down there to the beginning of where we started. <laughs> he drove all the way back. Yeah, I'm like, 
<laughs> I'm like, ah, he's he's just gonna turn around right here. There's more than enough room. Nope. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they got some rule that you once you start, you can't you can't turn around. I don't know. But so all but, I'm saying, so we get there and they drop us off, and it was like, I'm telling you, if you're gonna go to a snowcross race, you gotta go with SKD because it's like pretty much red carpet treatment the whole time. We're like <laughs> immediately the guy lets us off. We're into the what do you call them the pits? Yeah. So they let us off right at the pits. So we we got out, and I, I I still feel bad. Like let me let me back up a bit. So I told you, I asked you if you wanted to go, and I said <laughs> I was gonna get the tickets. And so I'm online. It's what it was ten bucks off. So it's only twenty bucks for your ticket, and I think your pit pass or something. The promo code Irish wasn't working that day. <laughs> so I was like, I'm like, all right. And something happened. Oh, my buddy was doing the March Madness deal. So I went out and had a few beers for that. And by the time I got home, that was like the last thing on my mind. I'm like, all right, I'll just get up Friday morning and I'll get the tickets. Well, it must have been, you know, since that's the day of the event or their promotion stopped at midnight or whatever. So, yeah, you couldn't buy tickets. But, yeah, so it cost, what, 40 bucks to get in. So, But that was our ticket. We got into the pits. and We're in yeah, the we're- pits, but now- Next thing you know, we're not just in the pits. We're in like a warm trailer. We're hanging out. Dude's <laughs> handing me a GoPro, having me yeah. running around. Like, that was pretty awesome. Like, that's the way to do it. Like, if you're going to go, you got to bring a nice warm trailer. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we we get into the, the pits, and I look. As soon as we rolled in, I could see Travis's trailer. So, yeah, we, we go in, and we get into the pits, and I see Travis right away. And, and yeah, so, uh, yeah, they were they were pretty nice. They invited us into the trailer, into their little, little camper motor home. And, and then we had to check out the races, and you're, we're thinking, like, Oh yeah, we're gonna freeze to death. We're just gonna be sitting out on bleachers most of the time. And oh no, SKD's got a power play in his back pocket. And all of a sudden, we're like walking across the track that they race on. And we're watching the race on the opposite side of the fans looking down on the ski hill. It was crazy. That was was pretty cool. We were like in the action. So yeah, like we're sitting there and on the, you're looking up the ski hill. And they had, like, this little stair section kind of chiseled out of the side of the hill. And these platforms kind of chiseled out, too. And we see all these people walking across. I'm like, dude, how do you get over there? So we asked the guy, and he's like, you got a pit pass? (laughs) Hell, yeah, we got a pit pass. So he's like, all right. So, yeah, we walked across. And and it was cool because, one, you got to be super close to the guys, you know, like on the track. And the just the vantage point, the viewpoint is just completely different than looking from, not that the seats were bad if you were up front, but, I mean, you kind of lose everything, you know. And you're looking up, so you you can't see exactly how big some of the jumps are or how rough the track actually was. So we were yeah. on picture. So we're on a vertical slant <laughs> of a ski hill. It's just on a carved out section, like right on top of the track. It was crazy. It was good. There was like t- there was all that TV crew was there, like. Oh man, that was amazing. It was awesome. So I I like that. So that was that was pretty cool too. And I don't know if maybe a lot of people didn't know about it because I I think 
I like that was the best spot I thought because you were so close and I think you could see a lot. I felt like you could see more there than in the stands. And, I know. Uh, I thought that was probably the best seat in the whole place, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just super cold. And I didn't, I didn't think I was gonna make it back down the hill. To be honest <laughs> with you, well, you'd have made it down the hill, okay. <laughs> I don't know, dude. A couple times I thought I was going to fall. It was pretty crazy, but it was still, it was super worth it, though. Yeah, I don't think those uh, those stairs probably weren't uh, carved out to, you know, your house specs. They were basically ice steps. <laughs> and they're almost probably a little, it looked like they had carved them out, and then they realized, like, no one's going to, like, lift their leg, like, two feet up in the air to get yeah. to the next step. So, and running down the center, they had, like, cut, like, another step out of each addition, or each step that they already had, so. But, yeah, there wasn't a lot of people that were, that were over there, so maybe, but I guess the one downside is, like, if you, once you were over there, you were kind of stuck, you know? You couldn't walk across the track while they were racing, so. Right, right. So you're stuck up there. But, yeah, I mean, the the races, uh, you know, they don't last all that long, you know. So I, I would assume even the final can't be more than 10 or 15 minutes. So Yeah, I mean, I think we were out there probably like like three hours total maybe. Mm-hmm. Just enough to where, you, you know, you couldn't feel your fingers. So, <laughs> but... <laughs> But that was super awesome, and then uh, and then we we had that nice uh, you know five mile walk back, <laughs> which it didn't seem that bad when we had no shirt <laughs> without the box. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was super cool. But we'll definitely, if you if anybody out there has a chance to go check out a snowcross event, go check it out. Just dress super warm, and nope. because that's what you got to do. I've actually pretty much underdressed for snowcross twice and paid for it. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, yeah, shout out to my buddy Travis Muller. He was uh, doing pretty good. And then this was uh, he started the year off in kind of the semi pro class. Yeah. And partway through, they made the jump to the to the pro class. So you know, he was uh, you know, I think he's. Did, did really good this year, so and I uh, thought he was holding his own, and it, I think it was different this that weekend, too, because they actually raced, usually they only race two nights of the weekend, so uh, they ended up racing Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday, so, uh, you know, I think when we watched him race, I think he said he got a little arm pump in the main, but he, uh, with that one heat race, I think he finished, like, fourth, so I mean, he was right in there, too, and uh, Sunday's final, he got six, so not too shabby. I have no idea what arm pump in the main means, but he was a super nice dude, and he gave us uh, he gave us stickers, so he's totally friend of the show now. <laughs> yeah, he did give us. He, he must have heard I like those stickers, but that was super awesome. Yeah. No, the the whole family is really nice. So it's always it's always cool. Um, it was nice to get a little business from them, but it's it's nice to. You know, just to go hang out, too. And the little dog. We got to see the little dog again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I don't know. I don't even know if that dog weighs a pound, but it's pretty cute little little thing. I don't even know what kind it was, but, yeah, they got that little dog, and it was pretty cool. So we'll catch you again. It's been cool. We still, uh, you can check out OMPRadio.com. You can hit us up on iTunes, Twitter, OMP Radio on Twitter, and, of course, Facebook. We're still on that Facebook. So, for 
Andy Anderson. And SKD. This has been The Open Mic. I listen to all you prize fighters who don't want to meet defeat. Listen to all you prize fighters who don't want to meet defeat. Take a tip from me. The of Joe Lewis is B. Now he won all his fights. 23 or 4 and left 20 of his opponents lying on the floor they all tried to win but the task was too hard when he laid that hound bone up against that board listen all you prize fighters don't play him too cheap if he lands with either hand he'll sure put you to sleep Real fighter, I bet on him. He knows just what to do. I'm talking to you. Now he packs that might in his left. He carries a plunging right. Either one will make you groggy or as high as a kite. He charges on his opponent from the beginning of the gong. He batters them into submission. Then they all sing a song. I bet on the brown bumper. For he knows his stuff. And lays it on his opponent. Until he get enough. Now he's a natural born fighter. Who likes to fight them all. The bigger they come. He says the harder they fall. That's terrific left, boys is all he needs. But that six ain't right, come with lightning speed. Listen all you prize fighters, don't play him too cheap. Take a tip from me, the off Joe Lewis is beat.